Oh, hi, Munchers. Welcome to another episode of Monday Movie Munchie Madness. This is your co-host, Michael, reminding you, as always, that this movie review podcast will contain movie spoilers. The movie we saw this week was Tully. Hope you enjoy. Munchies. I'm Nick Owen. I'm joined today by Michael Brown. Michael. Hello. Uh, would you mind coming over and babysitting my my newborn baby while I sleep at night? Uh, sure. I'm actually very good at that because I'm you. <laughs> Damn. So <laughs> right away with the. The M. Night Shyamalan spoiler. All right, spoiler alert. Um, well, welcome, Munchers. Welcome to the podcast. We have uh, no guest, but always a guy in the back crunching the numbers. The omnipresent statistician. Let's give it up for the statistician, everybody. Uh, Michael, this week we saw a movie. Uh, it was called Tully. Yes, it was. I uh, remember well. Directed by uh, Jason Reitman. Yep. Uh, right. Right. Uh, starring Charlie Theron, Mackenzie Davis, um, Ron Livingston. Yeah. Mark Duplass. Duplass. Um, what did you think of the movie? We came in with pretty low expectations, right? Yeah, do you um, remember where we were at? Yeah, I do. Last time we spoke? Uh, I think I said a six. You might have said a four. We had a Donnie prediction in there. We did. I think uh, he was in the middle. Yeah, he was a five. So I think you yeah. were a four. Donnie was a five. I was a six. Sounds right. Um, how do you feel about the movie? You yeah, know, uh, for me, I saw... <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question, but I'm going to answer yeah, it. Yeah, please. Um, the, the, the trailer was a little concerning. It seemed all about uh, motherhood. and like How much uh, experience do you have with motherhood? Zero Nicholas? experience. Zero. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to get that on there. On yeah, the how much, do you have much? None. Yeah, okay. That's a zero from me as well. Zero in the booth. We're trying to get a bunch of mothers on the, uh, on the cast yeah, this week. You'd be amazing we how busy it. mothers are. Yeah. They have babies. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Well, your yeah. sister just had two babies. That's a stat, I think. I'm just checking the stat books. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a true set. Just, she just had them... Uh, she just had two babies. In the last four years. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. So you know some mothers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, there are mothers in my life. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but maybe the movie, like, maybe wasn't right up our alley, is what I'm trying to get to. I don't want to say we weren't probably the target demographic for this no, movie. No, but I was looking forward to it still. It's one of my favorite directors. I know you were. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe it didn't show by my six or your four. Well, it showed by you choosing this movie. Yeah. I, I mean, bl- the fact that this is a Monday movie, Munchie Madness movie, makes it, you know, there's some interest makes, there. It makes it worthy. Sure. Right? Absolutely. You only get one a week. Yeah. We're not, really? we're not out here uh, reviewing, I don't know. Munchers, I don't know how many movies you think place. are released every week, but it's more than one. Yeah, more than one. Yeah. 
Um, so, what do, you, what do you think about the movie? Is the movie? Uh... It had some. It had some things going for it. It was funnier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. How about that, Charlize Theron? Huh? Yeah, she's pretty funny. She's a funny one. She's got good timing. Yeah. And uh, just Mark Duplass and the the children are pretty funny. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was a lot of humor in it. A couple I, running jokes throughout the movie. Yeah. Quirky. Yeah. Quirky was a running joke. Just the word quirky. Uh, I, I think I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I still don't feel like I'm the target demographic. So. I still don't think I am either. Yeah, it was, it was, but it was interesting. The, I liked the twist because there's like a lot of breastfeeding and uh, yeah, sort of baby sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, and that just uh, I don't know a lot of stuff not, about not ma- really doing married it for me. life. Yeah, but that's more interesting than yeah. <laughs> Just like all the baby best stuff. Fri- best fi- breast <laughs> breastfeeding problems. Breast milk problems, yeah. yeah. A lot of breast milk problems. A lot of breast milk problems. Yeah. I didn't realize until we saw this movie how many breast milk problems. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in that way we learned something, didn't we, Nick? We did, yeah. yeah. So when we become fathers, we can help the mothers. We'll be better, fa- better we'll fathers. Better fathers because of it. Yeah. Because of this movie. Because of this movie. Because of Diablo Cody and Jason Reitman. Right. And Charlie's for that there. reason, you ready for this? I'm it's kicking it up to a 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10? Yeah, from a 4. So that's a two-point jump, which is good. That's good. Yeah. But uh, that leads me to believe you probably won't watch it again. Is that it's true? Right, it's like right on the cusp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I may watch it again. I'm just not yeah. sure. I'm not sure. I, I feel like here's why I want to watch it again. Because once the twist was revealed, I wanted yeah, to go a, back. There was an M. Night Shyamalan-style twist at the end of this movie. Absolutely. In the last five minutes, right? Yeah. Um, and up until... What were you saying? I'm sorry. Well, uh, up until that point... Well, it, the movie takes on an entirely different meaning at that point, and I feel like if you watched it again with that knowledge, it would be a, a different experience. Yeah, you say it takes on an entirely different meaning, and I like had this movie thought out completely different. Right. The whole time, from the trailer, like even through the first, what, 95% of the movie? Walk through those thoughts uh, going to the movie, if you don't mind. Um, there's, I, I mentioned it in our prediction last week that there was possibly something sexual going on with Charlie's Theron and Tully. In the trailer, right? In the trailer, right. And then um, as the movie goes on, there's uh, Charlie's Theron has a... She she sees an old friend of hers at the coffee shop, right? Right. You remember the scene? I do. Um, and that gave off a little sexual tension. Yeah, there was some there. Right? Yeah. Um... And then there was this uh, allusion to a mermaid throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought that was uh, sexual. I don't know what that is now. Do you have any insight on, on that? Uh, I do, actually. This is from an interview that I read. Not on the mermaid specifically, but sort of on the general overall picture of it. There was a... Well, 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 before you get to that, let me... Let's finish your thought. The thought, yeah. Um, but there's there's all this sexual tension, and then in the last five minutes of the movie, everything changes. Yes, and takes on different meanings because of yeah. the changes. Those are the twists. I want to go back and see now that I know the twist, how the scenes make me feel. Yeah, because it would feel I feel less like sexual tension and more like something else. Yeah, but I don't know what that something else is yet. I may be able to shed some light on it potentially. Yeah. 
Um, we'll get to the twist later, I think. Sure. Yeah, we don't have to get right into it. Um, Kukas, I mean, excuse me, our producer and stat man, Mr. Math. <laughs> what do you got? I just, I just have a little story to go with what you're talking about. Because oh. we, se- we watched this movie separately. Yeah. And uh, I went to... Shout out to the Gill Theater in Menlo Park. It's an old little theater. Ooh, right at the end of downtown. They did the same thing they did to us in a in Hollywood, where someone came out and did a little speech. I like that a lot. No, like corny videos. Just a few like. How big is this theater? Very small, but it's like old. But like, there's like a hundred seats. Like, there's a lot of seats, but yeah. only like twenty people there. But um, yeah, we were. I was easily the youngest person there. Um, there weren't a lot of people at our show, man. No, maybe f- four plus us, something like that? Uh, maybe a little more. Six to eight. Okay. We saw it late as well. Yeah. It was a late showing. But it was also the like second possible showing we could go to. Sure. It was opening it was night. Thursday, yeah. Yeah. This was like a seven o'clock Saturday evening, so it was, it was a little busier. But yeah. um, during the scene where Tully dresses up as the waitress... Oh, yeah. And sneaks into the bedroom. Two two people got up very angrily and left. Like, they did not want any part of that movie anymore. And I actually was like, at that point in that scene, too, I was like, something's going on with this movie. Like, this scene is the weirdest thing I've seen in a while. Yeah. Like, it didn't make sense to me. The scene was very strange. But those people missed out on yeah. It made sense at the end. Of like course. You're saying this you is to go back. Right. And you're like, oh, okay, that scene is not as weird yeah, as Yeah, it's not nearly thought. as weird. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, that's, a, that's interesting because they probably thought it was like some serious weird infidelity. Yeah. Uh, but that's not the case at all. No, not right. at all. <laughs> it's actually the complete opposite. Exactly. Yeah, it was actually kind of sad. Like, she kind of, like, had... And so insecure that she was doing that. Yeah. Or whatever she was going through, too. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about what I found out? We're doing a little bit of Yeah, I want, to, I want to know, like, if you have any insight into the mermaid. Because I cannot figure that <laughs> so out. So, I, I, I don't know if it, it's not directly into the mermaid, but we may be able to flesh something out from the mermaid <laughs> okay. thing through this. Yeah. The, the sort merman. of... The, merman. The general <laughs> idea of the movie was... This, the premise was what could happen if your younger self could sort of see themselves in the future or your younger self could come back and help your you in the present something like that so it was like it, it was like your younger self and and your current self if they were exchanging information sure. you know, what would one tell the other and how would they be able to help each other out yeah that's so, interesting. Yeah, so that that was the premise, and if you're looking at it through that light, uh, through that lens, I mean, that's what I gathered after the movie. It was like, sure, totally ended up being her her energy, her uh, I don't know, just like her, her free spirited youth. Yeah, her free spirited youth. Her, but yeah, it was it was basically her energy, her her youth, her um, excitement for life again. Sure. Um, just like all of that. She even mentions like, oh, I've got more energy than, uh, <laughs> what was it, Saudi Arabia reserves or something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the uh, energy reserves of yeah, Saudi Arabia. Something about oil in the desert. Yeah, exactly. Essentially. But she's like everything that Ch- Charlie's or Marlo can't, uh, can't be. 
because she's so exhausted, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. And and she's she literally comes back to save herself. Yeah. Yeah. Which and if you look at it from a different perspective, if you if you look at the movie not through Marlo's eyes but through Tully's eyes, it would be what if you could sort of fast forward whatever it was fifteen years into the future? How far apart were they? Maybe fifteen years? Uh, at least ten. Yeah. Right? Twenty even? Maybe twenty. Yeah, fifteen, twenty. Tully is maybe 20 years old and she was maybe 40 years old something like that okay yeah that makes sense 25 45 okay yeah yeah, that makes sense then Um, but if you if you were able to peer into your future and see how do I become this how can I help myself out in the future sort of but it's more like how did I'm here so if you're Tully and and you're that Mm -hmm. free spirited whatever imagine if you will for a moment that you can go forward in time and peer into your future self's life well, this is fascinating what sort of uh, wisdom you can bring to your future self because I, I like to think your future self could bring a lot of wisdom to past self but maybe there are things that future self forgot uh, I think that's definitely part of the, the moral of this story um, I think totally well do you think totally went into the future To I mean not went into the future but like she she's there to help her future self yeah, I do. You're I, so helpful. I loved her because so she was helpful. so nice and so helpful. And like, I don't know, you wake up and there's a, cupcakes made for the entire faculty and students. What an absolute sweetheart yeah. she was to herself. What an absolute sweetheart. Yeah. As you would expect from yourself, helping yourself out. But yeah, I guess uh, I guess to have the ability to go into the future and see what you're even going to be like, you yeah, can make things easier for yourself. And you, for someone like Tully, you think that would be quite the surprise what she turned out as, you know? Because back in her day, she was a uh, uh, sexually fluid, very vibrant, uh, free spirited youth. You know, and then she's uh, she's in this very sort of structured, um, typical life when she grows up. You know, the two and a half kids and uh, white picket fence and all that. Yeah, exactly. With the husband who travels all the time and likes to play video games. <laughs> I don't think that's where Tully would have seen herself if she had projected out that into the future. You don't think she would have married a guy? Well, she did marry a guy who plays video games. He started playing after they got married. Did he? Livingston? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. He played a lot of stories. He did play a lot. I like those well, parts. That was super funny. Yeah, what was he playing? Uh, Just some shooter? Yeah, some first-person first shooter of some kind. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting. But I think the mermaids, you brought up the mermaids earlier. And yeah. She, you, she was always drowning, wasn't she? When she... Or it was sort of that idea. I mean, at the end, when she crashes the car into the river, she was literally drowning. And she, she had the vision of the mermaid saving her. Yeah, that's so true. So maybe Tully was the mermaid. And maybe the, the drowning symbolized how she felt about her life. Because she had too much going on that she could almost not handle it. But she somehow Yeah, it's pretty fascinating. Kept she was drowning, and the mermaid was down there to help her out. Yeah. Mermaid pulled her out of the car. Which goes to show... Are we certain it was a mermaid and not a merman? Uh, at the end, in the river, it was definitely a mermaid. Yeah. At, at the beginning of the movie, it's a far away mer person. Okay. 
Mer individual. Could have even been the, be PC. the fish man from Ship of Water. It could have been. Uh, no, but, he had feet. No, he had feet. He had not, feet yeah. But if you had them together, it might look like a fin. Yeah. Didn't yeah. the mermaid look like Tully? At the end, yes. I think so, yeah. At the end in the river, it looked well, like yeah, Tully. Well, yeah, because they were supposed to, like, they're in the car together and when it crashed. Yeah. So, of course, she looked like Tully. Right. This should have been. And Tully wasn't in Tully. the passenger seat when they showed the, the car, crash car. She just is gone. It's like reality hit when the yeah. car hit the water. Exactly. But then the fantasy comes back and Tully's the mermaid. Do you guys have that nightmare, the uh, car falling off a bridge or anything like that or in water? No, the only nightmare I have is it, it's reoccurring. Um, I, is I'm playing hockey and I go out on the ice without my hockey stick. Still oh, have no. Still have that dream. Oh, no. It's unbelievable. That's it's just like, what am I doing? I can't do anything out here. <laughs> How does it end? Does it ever end? Never ends. It's just constantly uh, without a hockey stick. What a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> you have the <laughs> sorry. Uh, you have a car falling off the cliff? Yeah, and, Re- and recurring? Oh, you do? Yeah. Well not yeah, and the uh, going into water in the car. Oh really? Have you ever looked up to see I've what I've had it that means? dream about with you guys in it too, like waking oh, up like oh, don't tell me that. Yeah, please don't tell me that. Please. It's a dream, it's a dream. Okay. I just said what is like it I'm trying to like kill you or anything. It but what happened. does it mean? Exactly. It's just like you don't know what it means. What is it? Out, you, have you ever visit a psychic and No, I honestly think it's like when I'm stressed out I yeah. have a dream. I, Interesting. I, that's why I kinda like thought of that one. Well that's what that's what I think yeah. when I when I have uh, my hockey stick dream. I think it's just when I have a lot of anxiety, I'm just like, Oh my god, what am I forgetting? You know, like Oh now this is happening? Yeah, exactly. I got so much anxiety throughout the day, like constantly think I'm forgetting something and then in my dreams and forgetting my hockey stick uh, which <laughs> when, is, I, when I go out for my shift <laughs> yeah it's the most important thing out, out there on the ice yeah. uh, when I I have a reoccurring dream that my teeth are falling out and it always happens before That's a, a big change dream. and I, I looked it up once yeah and it's yeah, it very, it's actually really common which is super weird isn't it yeah but yeah. I, I think I've it has to do with like dream. maybe like baby teeth fall out when you're becoming whatever like an older kid so when you know, say fall out it's just like at one like they're just all falling out one time or like like I'll be like, having a no- oh no my, t- my tooth no, fell I'll out. be having a normal dream and they'll my teeth will be like cracking yeah. and like falling like pieces will uh-huh. be falling and I'm like yeah. trying to hold them together like I'll literally be like clenching my teeth trying to hold them to in place because I know that they're not supposed to be falling out but they're just like crumbling it's really it's Gross. really weird <laughs> it's a, and, it, and it happens I've never had that dream yeah I have it maybe every year or so yeah something like that always before a big a big change something about the anxiety of, of change yeah. I think yeah it's interesting yeah so there's something to reoccurring dreams I think how do we get on the dreams <laughs> Uh, because of the mermaid and symbolism. Uh, yeah. But th- I think well, how this, about, yeah. Go ahead. This is a good segue to get into uh, sleep the, deprivation. Yeah, sleep deprivation. It's not the same thing. Yeah, great segue. Uh, great segue. Um, there's a lot of sleep deprivation going on in this movie, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like she obviously was doing these things that she had no recollection of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, making the cut or the uh, or cleaning the house and making the cupcakes and. Something else, probably. 
Uh, yeah, she's doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, Cook, of cooking stuff. was a big part of it. I think things. I mean, that, taking care of the baby, of course. Yeah, all types of stuff. Things that she didn't have time for, like I wouldn't say necessarily extra things because she was doing things that she had to do like take care of the baby yeah. but I think extra things like that were nice to have so, like the cupcakes and things like that that she kind of went above and beyond in her sleep yeah her she sleep was always talking about like I'm never going to be the mother that goes to the PTA or whatever they call them yeah she wanted to be more teacher. involved in her kids lives and she yeah. couldn't be because she had too she was much exhausted, yeah, yeah she was exhausted right she's having another baby yeah kids quirky yeah, quirky kid. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> that kid was great. Yeah, that kid was funny. Um, well done. Did uh, I feel like the statistician might have had some... Did you have some ideas on the sleep sleep deprivation? You just want to talk about other sleep deprivation uh, movies, right? Yeah, just... There's a lot of good movies about sleep deprivation, like Fight Club and Inception. Well, I guess Inception's on a deprivation. And Fight Club no, just brings up a good point, sleep. too, because right. you have the Tyler Durden thing. Where in Fight Club, you know, Tyler Durden is the alter ego. When, Tully was. And spoiler Tully was. Alert. Spoiler alert, Tully is Tyler Durden. Yeah, we never got to that, but if you hadn't figured it out yet, Tully starts the Fight Club. Yeah, Tully is Marlo, and she starts the Fight Club. Yeah. A baby Fight Club. Beats the shit out of Edward Norton. Yeah. But really, he was beating the shit out of himself. Yeah. She was. Yeah. Are you confused yet? Because you shouldn't be. But yeah, I like the movie Night Club, or Fight Club. Yeah, they could call this one Night Club. I guess sleep deprivation, <laughs> I guess deprivation just makes you... Uh, makes you a little people. punchy, for sure. Makes you create people in your mind or something. I think you hallucinate. I think people can hallucinate after enough sleep deprivation. Let's talk about this. How... How, like, weird does... Like how just how weirded out is Ron Livingston's character about all this? Super weirded out because she kept telling him stuff that was like, oh yeah, she just like he thought they had a nanny that he just never saw, right? That was yeah. that yeah. was the conclusion of the movie. Yeah. So she kept telling him stuff like, oh, she just like sat in the corner while I was breastfeeding and took the baby after. Like, what is he thinking now? Yeah, that's a good point. And another great reason to rewatch it yeah. right there because, yeah, what the hell was he thinking the entire time? How long did that go on for? A couple weeks? Months? Even? Months? Yeah. yeah, possibly a couple months. Definitely. He never once met this. He never once had, like, an inkling that he wanted to meet this nanny who's in his house every night <laughs> every for several night. months. Yeah. I guess he's just that checked out. Because he didn't seem like a bad guy, but he, he, he did address at the end that he wasn't paying enough attention to his wife and not helping her out enough. Yeah, he was always traveling, and... Uh, and when he was at home, he was playing video games. He was, I mean, he wasn't constantly playing. It seemed like... He, oh, he helped the kids he, with the homework. Before and, he went to bed, he was playing some video games. Yeah. Which is fair. Let the guy play some video games. Yeah. No, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I mean, I play some video games before bed. Yeah. Sometimes. But you're not married. But I'm also not married. I have zero that was children. That's like the only time they can hang out. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's a good point. She should pick up video games. Well, yeah, yeah it's exactly. Two-player game. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Split screen, baby. Get it like Nintendo Switch or something. Make it fun for everyone. Yeah, there you go. Uh, this podcast brought to you by the Nintendo Switch. But you need to compromise and do both and do what she wants to do, too. But did, they, did she ever take what out she a video game that you want to play? I, so here's a good question that I didn't think about beforehand. 
Uh, did she only do things to serve other people? Totally. I guess tell or uh, Marla when she was up all night doing things. Every time I said out. her name, I thought about Patty. Patty Marla. Yeah. yeah, it's hard not to. Yeah. Oh, the of what? But she was being very Toronto Maple Leafs. Formerly, formerly of the San Jose Sharks, currently of the Toronto Maple Leafs. She uh, she was being very selfless. I feel like at the at the beginning, and then that one, you know, she was doing everything for everybody she else. She wasn't selfless. She went in the the principal's office and torched her, and like no, not not Marlo. Oh, I'm talking about Tully. Yeah. Tully was always doing things for other people until the point where she came and she had a fight with her roommate. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, let's go out of the town. Like, just leave the kids here and the husband and let's let's do something for ourselves. And that's when somehow that relationship crossed the line. Yeah. And it went from, you know, this sleep-deprived state Marla's in is being you know very productive and making her life better and everyone else's life better around her to she's actually getting self-destructive now and ends with her car in the river what changed what was that line that was crossed Mm, i don't know just i don't know what do you think it was i don't know Uh, yeah i'm trying to think of a moment in the movie i guess that's part that's another thing we'll have to go back and watch yeah, what like I'm trying to remember what happened right during Marlo's day before Tully came in that night. Well, oh, oh. maybe it was like been out of shape. Sw- well, could it have been like a switch in Tully's life? Like she was getting older, she was growing out of a certain uh, stage. She needed to just start doing stuff for herself. Could have been because she obviously she was like a very helpful person, very nice, very giving, kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, person young woman but then there's this fight with the roommate Mm -hmm. was that the girl in the coffee shop so yeah i think the roommate right that had to been the girl in the coffee shop yeah it was i think it was roommate slash girlfriend yeah i think there was a relationship there that was deeper than roommate yeah it wasn't fully stated but definitely yeah uh, i think they implied that though yeah but maybe that was like just her being young phase wouldn't when it ended, you know. Mm-hmm. So she played through that whole, that whole part of her life, and it was it was interesting because I feel like they were trying to make the and connection. That's when she became. Uh, yeah. What what transition took place that Tully became Marlo? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that was kind of that was kind of the mystery because then the car crash happened, so we don't see the full transformation. Um, <clears throat> but who knows. Who knows what would have happened to Marla if she had kept going like at that rate that she was going at? She would have, she would have died. Yeah. She almost killed herself in that car. Yeah. Car flipped over in the river. Yeah. She was being reckless. She stole a bike. She stole a bike. She stole two bikes, but she really only stole one yeah. bike. I don't know how you could steal two bikes. Well, Tully stole the other bike. How do you steal two bikes? I don't know. <laughs> at the same time. It's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seem possible. Yeah, throw one out over your shoulder. Yeah, you'd have to <laughs> carry it on your back. <laughs> Maybe hold it, hold it That's next tough. to you. I'd like to see that. Seems seems like a feat. Yeah, it does. Um. Yeah, and then she crashes into the river. Yeah. I 
Have you seen uh, The Machinist? The Machinist? <laughs> Is that in America we call it the machinist? Huh? In America we call it the machinist. Uh, that seems weird. Yeah, it doesn't sound right, but you know these Hollywood it types. Than you know these Hollywood types. I thought it was like fascists. No, he like builds a machine. Oh. What's the machine? I don't know, but it's about Christian Bale like staying up. It's not about Christian Bale. Oh, that movie's Bale. about... No, literally about Christian <laughs> Bale. But it's the movie where Christian Bale lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking but about. But it's about sleep deprivation. I, I just haven't seen it. Yeah. Did Charlize Theron lose a lot of weight for this movie? She gained 50 she, pounds. She gained 50 pounds. For this movie. For this movie. That makes sense. Also interesting. That's uh, method acting. That's What's your favorite Charlize Theron movie? What's your favorite Mackenzie Davis movie? What's your favorite Ron Livingston movie? What's your favorite... Mark uh, G. Boss movie. I've got a Ron Livingston movie for you. Uh, Office Space. Okay. It's a classic. Favorite Charlize Theron was when she was on... Uh, actually... <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of her movies. What movies? Monster is mine. Monster is yours? Yeah, yeah I've seen it. In that movie. She did crush it. Did she get the Academy Award for that movie? Yeah. I believe that's true. She's really, like, scary in that movie. I'm going to go with Arrested Development. <laughs> now, let me stop you because I know it's not a movie, but I thought she was really great in it. That's season, season three? Season three, yeah. yeah. I like that scene. A lot of, or that character, a lot of people hated it. <laughs> no, I thought it was great. <laughs> she's so funny. Yeah. She's, she is funny. Yeah, she's, Charlize. she's great. Thanks, Charlize. Check out the Between Two Ferns with Charlize. Oh, I've seen it. Very funny. Yeah, also uh, very funny. I think... Is, does Jason Reitman... Did he uh, direct a young adult? Yep. Ooh. I haven't seen that movie, but I've heard it's pretty good. Is Charlize in that? Yes, yeah. she's oh, the... Hello. Diablo Cody wrote it as well. Oh, oh interesting. Okay. She also wrote Getting the Jam. Back together. Yeah. yeah. Pat Oswalt's in it. Um, I would... I watched a little bit of Juno the other day. Was that the first time uh, you've seen it? No. You're rewatching it. I've seen it a couple times. Okay. Um, have you seen it? Oh yeah, several times. Yeah, yeah. It's a good movie. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah very much. I very much like that movie. Um, I've seen if I could pick up some motherhood themes in both of them, but I think just the general theme was motherhood for both of them. Right. It wasn't a lot of. That's uh, a pretty strong string that's tied them together. Though. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But uh, that's that's got a pretty excellent cast. Yeah. Uh, you got Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Um, Allison Janney. J.K. Simmons. JK, yeah. The list goes the girl on. Stars that and on. Ellen Page. Ellen Charlie Page. <laughs> Jennifer yeah. Garner. Jason Bateman. Yeah. Did you say J.K. Simmons? Yeah. You did. Exactly. Yeah, what an ensemble. Yeah. Rain Wilson. Right, Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson. Even though he's like the, the worst part of the movie. He plays the clerk at the store. Yeah, he just has to like rhyme everything. He, he, um, <laughs> Say like stupid stuff. I think that was the first time I'd seen him outside of the office yeah. in a role. And you like that or didn't like it? No, it was strange because yeah. you know he's so attached to that that character from the office that it's almost uh, it's weird seeing him in another. Now it's different because he's been doing other things, but... Uh, I remember that throwing me off a bit during the movie because sure. that was in like the office's heyday back when people were still binging it. And it was, uh, yeah. I think it was probably, probably still watching just it. over. Yeah, we're still on TV. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, sticking with the Jason Ryman movies, are you a big uh, Thank You for Smoking guy? I love that movie. I love that movie. It's fantastic. Yeah. Munchers, that's the recommendation from your munchy cast here. Go see it if you haven't what, seen it. What, a solid eight and a half? Absolutely. Out of ten? Yeah, no, no question. Nine, maybe? Pushing nine? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, really I'm, I'm right that in that eight and a half, nine range for that. 8.75, maybe? Yeah. I like the way you think. Nice. Apparently he's had some stinkers lately, but I didn't see those, so who cares? Uh, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, he's a pretty great movie maker. He's making uh, some real solid I don't movies. think I ever give him a number, but I'm going to go with a 7.2 for this movie. Okay. So you are at a 7.2. I'm at a 7. 6. I'm at a 6. You're a 6, yeah. 6.6 uh, 6 on the Richter scale here. good. On the movie Richter scale, if my math is correct, yeah, which it I, usually I isn't. <laughs> which it's usually not. <laughs> yeah. Um, you I'm know, just, I'm just curious because I didn't see the movie with you, and I didn't get to see like reactions. But uh, you got a number for this? We never get a number out of our numbers guy. Yeah, let's get it. Um, I I didn't want to really see this movie, but yeah, I know. I remember you saying you're like, no, we are not seeing this. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I remember even watching the trailers that yeah, I thought like you guys didn't want to see it too. So I was surprised that you guys wanted to see it, but then you told me it was Jason Reitman, and I was like, oh, okay, this makes more sense. Yeah, things found yeah. out. Uh, changed when we found out who was involved a little yeah, bit. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Um, but I just saw this weird video one time, because I watch Norm MacDonald videos on YouTube all the time. <laughs> Love and it. And there's this weird-ass Norm MacDonald Mackenzie Phillips video. Mackenzie Davis. Mackenzie Davis video. <laughs> and she was just talking about how she just, like, uh, collects skeletons and like makes weird like skeleton art. So yeah. I just like was creeped out. You know, by I Tony. believe that. Yeah, she creeps me. She out. is a little creepy. So I didn't want to see it because of her, but she did a great job. She's, she's perfect for the role. She was like eerie. She like did the whole time. I was eerie. like something's weird with this chick. And yeah. I, now it makes sense. But final score, I'll give it a six point seven five. Nice. Sure. All right. I'm not gonna do the math on I that because that it. is too hard. I'll check Cheers. it out again. See if I really liked it. It felt like a female Fight Club was my. It's my one. Yeah, it's like Fight it's Club meets motherhood, but it was good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Fight it, Club meets meets married life. It maybe already been done, but it was done for different symbols and different other reasons and for different Absolutely. audiences, right? My sister just had a baby. Four different audiences. Four too. different audiences yeah. for sure. My sister just had a baby too, and I saw her go through what Tully went through. So I can only imagine like three times in a row, like yeah, you really could lose your mind, like not sleeping. Sure. And that would be what I took yeah. away from this movie is that being pregnant's kind of badass in a way. Yeah, like, I think it's very like badass. I said, it's kind of bad in a way. No, badass. Like yeah. even like. I think like Cardi B at Coachella. She did her, she did a set at Coachella like eight months pregnant. Oh my god! And it was like people were like, "Oh my god!" Like this is like crazy. Like, but she just like did her thing like fully pregnant. Like, like that's hard. Like, sure. I don't know. I have an appreciation for uh, fully pregnant. Women. That <laughs> for shit mothers. sucks. Like, yeah, <laughs> that shit sucks. That would be that would be tough. Yeah, they definitely give you this movie really. It makes that real for those of us who will never experience that. Yeah, it makes it seem like it sucks. Yeah, yeah. Which is kudos to the movie for doing that because I think yeah. you know uh, that's probably not something that's easy to imbue on someone else. And those were like kind of the harder scenes for me to watch too. Obviously, 
Yeah, they were uncomfortable at some points. Yeah. Absolutely. But they were meant to be. Yeah, for sure. Good movie. Um, should we talk about next week? Anything yeah. else you want to talk about? The, Let's talk, talk about, about Mackenzie week. Davis. I was. I wanted to touch on Mackenzie Davis real quick. Actually, actually yeah, I want to say you talked about that interview. All she, she this is bizarre as fuck. She. So like owls, when they eat stuff, like other mm-hmm. rodents and stuff, they like just eat the whole thing and then spit out a pellet. Yeah, pellet. Right. Just like a bunch of bones. Yeah. And then she collected the bones and made art out of it. <laughs> Dude, that is, let me tell you, that is weird, but we did that when I was in middle, like uh, junior uh, high. Uh, yeah, just we, we on dis- your own? Or no, like- we dissected owl pellets. Oh, wow. As like, part, as like a science project. We didn't make art, but we, we had to figure out what kind of bones were in That's what this pellets. necklace you're wearing is. Oh yeah, so this fully assembled rat. This isn't just this isn't just for decoration. I actually found this in an owl poop. Yeah, great. Yeah, but no, I think this statistician uh, he touched on something that that I was thinking about but didn't think to bring up. That Mackenzie Davis creeps me out. There's something about her that when I'm watching her on screen, I'm not at ease. What a, I mean, she was in... And I don't know recent. why, because she's like a beautiful girl. Yeah. And it's just something about the way she acts that I'm constantly on edge. Like, I don't fully trust this this person. Oh, I like her a lot. But no, but that, that edge was perfect for this role. Because this was Marlo being totally sleep deprived and doing things that she didn't remember. And so she shouldn't trust that. Right? She's like a main character in this movie or in the show Halt and Catch Fire yeah and any good people say it's good people uh, talk about it uh, the people are saying it's good what do you think munchers write to us at mmmmpod <laughs> at gmail.com or get us on twitter at mmmmpod or follow us on uh, on the instagram at what's our instagram handle quad mpod quad mpod all spelled at q-a-d-m-p-o-d um she was in Blade Runner that's right she was remember that yeah I like she was that. in The Martian yeah. Okay. She's been in stuff that I've seen. Yeah. No, I like her. I there's something that's a compliment. I wasn't taking anything away from her by saying that she creeps me out a little bit. I think that's actually a really powerful thing that she's got that she could make an audience feel that way. Yeah. And that's cool. That is cool. She's in that that awkward moment. Which you liked. We were talking about that last night. We were. Uh, I really like that movie. Yeah. It's got we're, Michael B. Jordan. It's got Miles Teller. My tell. Right. Sounds like a good rom-com. Imogen Poots. Imogen Poots. Imogen Poots. That's a fun name. Yeah. AKA Ashley Wednesday. <laughs> Ashley Wednesday. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about next week. You dig the iron. Because I don't know what we're seeing, and this is tough. What do we got? What are our options? I don't know. There's a, this movie called Overboard. It's got a 4.8 on IMDb. I don't think I want to see that. That's that Anna Ferris movie. Oh, the Anna Ferris movie? Oh, that looks oh, hard It looks pass. terrible. It's got a 4.8. Let's so. say a hard pass on that one. Um, what is the date next week? May 10th or 11th? I don't know, man. Munchers, if you know the date, go ahead and write <laughs> Uh... Life of the Party? Is that what you're looking at now? Yeah, this is a... What's going on with that? I don't know. It looks like a 
Isn't like Star Wars coming out next week? Or yeah, isn't Star Wars supposed to come out? Solo. Solo, or there's another one. Isn't there a Ant Man and Swallow? There's Deadpool too, but it's not till like next week. That's uh, the following week. I do want to see that. Wow. I'd like to see Deadpool too. This mm. is tough, Mungers. Mungers, we got a tough. We got a tough you one here. Already talked too much shit about a quiet place. Yeah, and, and even in this follow. episode, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Everyone who sees the Quiet Place that I talk to tells me it's oh, good. It's yeah, they're great. like, they're, <laughs> they're like really surprised. Like they're surprised I haven't seen it. That's yeah. the thing too. And <laughs> like, don't you do an interview like like podcast? Yeah. you haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Well, Munchers, never gonna give it a chance. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Looks awful. Some someday I'll give it a chance, but we'll talk about it in the Oscar episode when it's yeah when it's front runner for best picture. So far, it's the new Get Out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, according to um, Box Office Mojo here, which is where I get my This podcast usual, brought to you by Box Office Mojo? Usual <laughs> incorrect information. There's two movies coming out wide release next week, and it's Breaking In, it's which not- is a thriller. Breaking in. Yeah, can you look that up real quick? Sounds like what you do to a new pillow. Or I can do it, do it too. Or Life of the Party. Oh, no, 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 no. Life of the Party looks not good. Sounds like we're saying Breaking In. Breaking in. We don't know in. what it is yet. Also, does not look great. Losing that oh, one? Oh, yeah. Both both. The Gabrielle Union. Uh, both terrible. Yeah, Breaking movie. Is that the uh, the female Ocean's Eleven? I'd rather watch Traffic. I'd rather watch Rampage. Uh, I'm on the rampage. Let me look at, let's look up some movie times here. <laughs> Just see what's still in theaters that we haven't How about seen. You were never really here. What is that? What's that oh, one? actually, I've Walking Phoenix. Oh, I, heard, I wanted to see that. Yeah, I've, heard I've heard even things better about things that. about that than I have about it's the Playing quiet at the place. Nickelodeon Theater in Santa Cruz. Yeah. Oh wow, that's pretty far. <laughs> not that we won't do it for the munchers. Yeah, but it's, it's far. I'd, it, I'd be doing it for myself. I'm not in that instance. Not playing. Missed it. Uh, missed it. Did we already see Black Panther? Can we see that again? Saw it. Munchers, if you remember the Black Panther episode again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the fun part uh, where you guys get to listen to us scroll through uh, cell phones looking for movies to watch next week. Fuck it. Uh, we're going to have to see A Quiet Place. All right, Munchers, you heard it here first. Quiet Place here on Monday, Movie Munchy Madness. Next Monday, join us. They thought it would never happen. Yeah. They said it would never happen. Just minutes ago, I said I was never going to give it a chance. They said it was never going to be given a chance. And here we are, making Monday Movie Munchy Madness history by changing our minds. Let's see it. What'd you say? What's your prediction? What'd you say? I said, what's your prediction? Uh, I missed yours. Um, I didn't say. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna predict a three and a half out of ten. Ooh, baby! I'm gonna give it a f- five. <laughs> Look, this is just not my type of movie. I've said it time and time again. Even if it is good, it's not what I want to go see. Is it a scary movie? It's like a thriller horror kind of deal. Right? Yeah, it's a thriller. There seems to be some sort of monster. Yeah, there's there's a monster that can hear hear you. Yeah. And uh, if you're not quiet, he will get you. That's what it seems or like she, to me. Or she will. I don't know if the if the monster's uh, got a gender. Well, and this makes it back to back pregnant 
movies. Oh, right. And she gives birth silently. Yeah. That's past tragedy. Yeah. Seems like part of the climax of the movie. Probably. I don't know. Will she scream when she gives birth? Find out next week on Monday Movie Munchie Madness. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with... <laughs> I'm going to go with a five based on the fact that if I were to not have any outside opinion, I would probably give it like a two or a three. But because everyone says it's so good, I'm going to give it the little benefit of the doubt, jump to a five, and then if I don't like it, it's going right back down. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. We thought Tully was going to be bad. Or I thought Tully was going to be bad. I gave it a six. Yeah, actually. Predicted a six. (laughs) I predicted a four. Yeah. It definitely surprised me. Yeah. Well, tune in next week. Yeah, I hope you're as excited as I am. Because I am excited. Thanks for munching. I'm Nick Owen. I'm Michael Brown. See you later.